Welcome to the Profitable Portraits Podcast. I'm Tanya Smith, and I am on a mission to help every portrait photographer who is willing and ready to do the work and stay the course, be successful, and make money. Is that you? Great, because this episode may make you a little bit uncomfortable, and it's probably going to push you outside your comfort zone because we are going to be talking about putting you in front of the camera and why you need to do this and why you need to do this on a regular basis. You ready? You're listening to the Profitable Portraits Podcast, growing your business, your mindset, and your life so you can turn your side hustle into real full-time income without working full-time hours. To find the show notes and links, visit ProfitablePortraits.com. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the podcast, and thank you so much for listening today. I'm your host, Tanya Smith, and before we get started, I want to give a shout out to all of you who take the time to give me a rating and subscribe to this little show. I know a lot of you are sharing with your photographer friends and sending them my way, and for that, I am so, so grateful. Okay, let's get to it. Today, we are talking about social media, but specifically, social media for photographers and specifically using video in your social media marketing efforts. And yes, I literally just heard you groan. (laughs) I know how much you probably dread the thought of doing videos. Like most photographers, you're probably much more comfortable behind the camera. Am I right? However, I need you to stick with me here and commit to at least getting a few videos to your platforms on a regular basis while I tell you why you need to do this. So first, let me tell you five easy and simple video ideas of what to post if you are a portrait photographer, okay? So I know one of the biggest things is I don't even know what to say, so I'm going to get rid of that block for you, okay? Number one, do a video of you talking about how you set up or prepare for a shoot. People want to hear that stuff. You know, talk about, um, you know, I clean this out, I strip the bed, I put different sheets on, I hang my backdrops, I pull my lights out, whatever. Do that. Talk about that. Number two, a video of a client testimonial or just the client's words. You can always use that as a post, but do a video of a client testimonial with the client talking. Number three, do before and after video. So you can totally use a simple program like Animoto or something. That's what I use. And just use before and after video. So you don't have to be on video for that one. I mean, it's nice if you are, but I get how you don't really want to do it. So posting befores and afters literally just stills, but you can just use a simple program like Animoto and put that together. And now you have a video for your social media. Number four, a video of you. Yes, you're going to be in front of the camera. A video of you answering frequently asked questions. You could make this a theme. You could go live in your Facebook group once a week or once a month answering one question. Um, Number five, you telling a client's story, like how she felt before you know, what she was talking about before the shoot and what happened at the reveal. Maybe, you know, she cried when she saw her images or whatever. You tell that story. So these videos don't need to be long. You don't need to be in front of the camera for all of them, but you need to be in front of the camera for some of them. And they don't need to be long. Like I said, in fact, they shouldn't be very long at all. Maybe 30 seconds to a max of two minutes, especially if you're using it for social media, shorter is better. And you can cut your videos so that your one video that you made, you can cut it into three or four or five different segments. So you have more 
unique posts, right? These video suggestions will work for any type of portrait photographer. They will get more people to know, like, and trust you, which will lead them to booking you. So it's especially important for boudoir photographers because people really have to trust us before they get half naked or completely naked in front of us, right? (laughs) So it's always great if you can show a clip of a behind the scenes as you are shooting, like say for a family shoot or baby, but it's a bit more difficult to do that for a boudoir shoot. So you can always ask a friend to pose for you so you can film behind the scenes if they don't mind being filmed or even just ask a client. But what I do is I get my assistant to take some behind the scenes footage just on my phone while I'm shooting and working with the client. And my assistant is careful not to have much of the client showing in the shot, like maybe only showing her legs, but potential clients would love to see how you coach and direct during a shoot. And these behind the scenes videos will help them realize that it's easier than they think, right? And if you're a family photographer, they get to see how great you are with kids and your little tricks to get them to look at the camera and smile, etc. If you shoot newborns, it's going to allow your clients to see how safe you are when you're handling their babies and all the things you do to keep their new baby comfortable, right? Making the room a bit warmer, you know, all that kind of stuff. And if you're a headshot photographer, your behind the scenes can be showing how you get a client to relax in front of your camera so that you get a good connection with them and a comfortable, relaxed image. So you can show the difference in images with your posing and your coaching, right? So, you know, chin out and down, anyone, right? Show an image unposed with their chin kind of pulled back and then ask them to push their forehead towards the camera, lower their chin a bit and take a shot and compare the two images on the video. Like literally show the back of the camera and go back and forth between the images to show it. It's powerful stuff. So all these little video clips will do so much more than just posting a static image and writing about it, right? Videos will put your potential client at ease. It will help them picture themselves in front of your camera and it will help them get to know you better. And all of these things will help to increase your inquiries and your bookings. So if you do them on a regular basis, they are going to become easy. Honestly, getting in front of the camera, especially to do video can be daunting. I understand that, but I promise you, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Start with stories like Instagram stories and Facebook stories. If that makes you feel better, they disappear after 24 hours. So if the video makes you cringe, don't watch it and just know it will be gone the next day anyway. But I assure you, people watching do not think that they are awful and they are not as critical of your videos as you are on yourself. Trust me. And I do want to talk to you for a second about a limiting belief you may be having right now around getting in front of the camera and talking to your potential clients. And I know this because I had this limiting belief as well. You're worried someone's going to see your video and judge you. Maybe because you don't have makeup on, or maybe because you stumbled over your words, or you said, um, and like a lot, or maybe it's because you feel like you are not the best in posing and you're worried about what other photographers watching will think as you pose your client. Maybe it's quarantine and your roots are showing, or maybe you're wearing an ugly shirt, or maybe your studio space is messy, or maybe you don't even have a studio. Yes, I can go on and on. And I know you can too. There are so so many reasons why we don't want to get on video. This is something that is outside of our comfort zone. So our brain is trying to protect us from doing something scary, right? So it's going to start telling us all the reasons why we shouldn't do this scary thing. And it's totally normal, but know that you can still do it. 
even if it's scary, even if it's outside your comfort zone, and even if people judge you for it. Just remember, these videos are for you to reach your ideal client, for them to get to know you a bit so they can relate to you as a person. So think about this for a second. Do you think you would be more relatable to a nervous client who's scared of booking, who, by the way, will also be stepping out of their comfort zone to shoot with you? Do you think you'll be more relatable to them if you are perfectly polished and have a perfect video and never trip over your words and you look absolutely perfect and amazing? Or do you think you're more relatable to that person if you just speak and be yourself, even if you mess up or trip over your words? Think about the people you connect with online. And I mean who you actually connect with. Someone you watch and think, yeah, I can be friends with that person. Those are probably the videos that are more real, right? It doesn't matter what your friends think or your family or especially other photographers. It matters that your potential clients want to see and learn from you. Okay, keep that in mind. They are the ones booking and paying you, not other photographers, not your family, not your best friend. Okay, you may be nervous doing videos, but I want you guys to do them anyway. Okay, Videos are going to 100% help you gain more clients. And not only just because Facebook and Instagram show preference to videos, but because people prefer to watch videos. You get a better feel for a person if you see them on video and hear their voice as opposed to a static image. Okay, so make yourself a promise. Make me a promise. This week, make a video. Don't overthink it. Just pick up your phone and do it. Okay, and then do another one then send me a message and let me know how that went, how it felt with the first video you made and how it felt with the second. I guarantee it will get easier even just with the second one. You just need to do it. Okay, that was a quick one today and that wraps it up for today's show of Profitable Portraits. But before you go, I want to remind you that I do have a bunch of ideas for you about what you can post or talk about on social media and especially in your Facebook group. So you can grab that free resource of over 36 different ideas and topics to create engagement by heading to the show notes to grab the link, or you can just go to profitableportraits.com slash FB group. Okay. Profitableportraits.com slash FB group. And thanks again for listening today and being part of this community. I don't know how you found this podcast or how you landed here, but it means so much to me that you are here and actually send me a message. I would love to know how you found me. Did someone refer you? Did you stumble upon me? How did you find me? I really appreciate you letting me hang out with you. So if you would like to take this conversation further or send some feedback, I always respond to messages. So feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or message me on Facebook or shoot me an email. You can visit profitableportraits.com for the show notes and links on how to reach me, including the private Facebook group for photographers. It's called Profitable Portraits. Super easy to remember. And I hope to see you there. And second, if you enjoyed this episode, it would really help my podcast if you subscribed and gave me a rating on iTunes. And honestly, just share with your friends. But you know what else I would love you to do too is take a screenshot of you listening and tag me on Instagram. I love to see those of you that are listening and where you're listening to me, what you're doing while you're listening. It's at Tanya L. Smith dot photography on the gram. You can work less and make more. I'm Tanya Smith and I will see you in the next episode.